Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Welcome to the Girl Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae. And if you find yourself here, this isn't by mistake or simply out of curiosity. I believe that you are exactly where you need to be. This podcast is a safe space for those who are in need of biblical wisdom and guidance when navigating their relationship with God and others. Here, we allow the Holy Spirit to restore us with divine knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. When the Lord does this, In turn, we receive restoration, wholeness, and deliverance in our mind, will, and emotions. So if you're in need of that, you've come to the right place. For those of you who are returning, I want to give you a huge hug. I want to thank all of you who have joined me and stuck beside me as the Holy Spirit led and guided me in the most carefully curated ways to pour into you. And I thank you for trusting me to do so. We've had a phenomenal year and I couldn't have done it on my own with the Lord's provision and your support. So with that being said, this is our last episode of the season and I'm so excited to introduce you to our final guest. Now, y'all know how I am about guests. (laughs) I'm intentional about it because I answer to the Lord regarding who he wants speaking into the lives of his children young or old spiritually or physically and I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it straight up with y'all he don't play about y'all like I could I could literally be like Lord how about this person and he'd be like nah I'd be like for real nah 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 or not yet um so he's very particular about who he wants on the show so I want to honor that I want to be obedient to that um so when it came to closing out the year with you know, a special guest. I'm like, Lord, do you want to have another guest or should I just wait to kickstart this in 2023? And he was like, close it with a guest. So I was like, okay. So without further ado, we will be closing the final season of GRP with two special guests, Kayla and Jesse, hosts of the Take Off Your Sandals podcast. So The Take Off Your Sandals podcast is a call to leave your comfort zone and enter into the new that God has for you, stepping into the journey, the destination, for in turn, the transformation. Kayla and Jesse are current college students who are about their father's business, and so I'm excited and thrilled for y'all to meet them. So Kayla and Jesse, thank you for joining us. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I don't know how y'all want to do it. If I need to, you know, Jesse, you can come on, introduce yourself, and then Kayla, however y'all want to do it. Hi, everyone. My name is Jesse, like Janae said, and I'm excited to be here tonight and for the Holy Spirit to lead this conversation that I know is going to be a blessing to you all. Hey, guys, I'm Kayla. Um, I am also super excited to be here. Thank you so much, Jesse, for having I me. Mean, wow, Jesse. Thank you so much, Janae. Sorry, guys, for having us. Um, and I'm just excited to see how the Lord's going to move. 
Listen, y'all, like I said, I do not take you guys' presence for granted. I really, really don't. I don't because I know that you guys are obedient to the Lord and your heart's desire, your heart's posture is to legitimately please the Lord. So I thank you guys so, 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 so much. So before we even get started, now... The topic, now, first of all, let me scale it back a little bit. Thematically, Jesse and Kayla, we've been talking about pretty much, the Lord has been talking about, rather, dying to self. But it's been in like some, I don't even want to say sneaky ways, really, because <laughs> he's been calling us out with a lot of stuff. But it's been more so like holding ourselves accountable, examining ourselves, are we are we inviting the right people to have fellowship with us or are we in a space to really be pouring into people when we still got work to do ourselves you get what i'm saying so that's been what the lord's been kind of talking to us about throughout the season in a little bit of ways from pruning ourselves to you know holding ourselves accountable to self-examination and things like that so when the Lord was like, you know, invite Kayla and Jesse onto the show, I was like, I bet, cool. But like, what are we going to be talking about? And the Lord was like, obedience and dying to self. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Lord, okay. you try to come in on us at the end of 2022. <laughs> like, what in the world? But I was like, all right, Lord, like, it's whatever, it's whatever. So for the promo, um, one of the things that I felt the Lord kind of put into my spirit, I guess, um, is this. And it says, God's plan and purpose for your life will cost you. God's plan and purpose for your life will cost you. And I had one person hit me up on Facebook and they were like, yo, what, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, is it not, is it not self-explanatory? But then the Lord had to check me like, yo, you didn't know that. Like you were still going around here thinking that I was all right with a lot of the stuff that you were doing. You get what I'm saying? And not in a sinful way where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we know she out here for the out here. But it's more so like just things that the Lord may just check me on, like, you know, pride or, you know, just anything that may not be as out there like one would think. You get what I'm saying? So when he asked me, he was like, you know, what does that mean? That was an opportunity for me to minister to him and to let him know like, yo, any one of us who are choosing to live this thing out, to really truly honor God in everything that we do, we're, not we're realizing we know that it costs us. It costs us a dying of self a dying to self my wants my desires I'm not even trying to say that 
my desires may not even be in alignment with God's desires, but it's a desire to be in his perfect will. It's a desire to say like, yeah, Lord, this may be good. And we touched a little bit on this when you guys had me on the show. We talked a little bit about this, that, you know, it may take, it may look all glittering gold and like, oh, this is definitely from God. And the Lord is like, that's not my will. <laughs> like, I don't want that. So talk to the crowd a little bit. Like when y'all saw this, when I sent y'all the briefing and y'all saw this, what was y'all first thoughts to this? Like, Lord Jesus or what? What was, what was y'all thinking? <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I was, yeah, I was like, oh my God. I was like, um, I was like, I'm, this is, uh, this is great. I was like, this is, I was like, this, it was like, this is deep. Um, it's something that I'm definitely mm. still working on. I think it's something you still kind of work on your entire life, but I definitely did have a, like a, oh Lord moment. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and let me just kind of like piggyback off of that a little bit, Kayla, because even when I was talking to the guy about it, I I can I can sense and he didn't say this to me, but I could sense a hesitancy, and I was like, "Ooh, Lord," I was like, it kind of reminded me of the young rich man that came to Jesus and was like, "Yo, I'm keeping all these things I'm doing. I didn't kept the commandments." Da 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 da. And the Lord was like, "Well, the only thing that you really need to do is like sell your possessions." And he went back with a frowny face. Like that's literally what I was picking up with this dude. Like, and I'm like, Lord what what is that what 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 is that i understand the the dying to self but like what do you guys think the hesitancy with is with that and we can keep it in the church but this guy i was talking to is not saved Mm -hmm. so and that's that's the the that's should be our desire our desire should be to go out and preach the gospel not to the ones that's already claiming to be saved like yeah they can they can get something too but we should already know the standard we should be striving to meet the standard we already know what daddy wants we already we already know like we're learning right but it's those people that may not be in the space to really be like ooh the lord's asking for a little bit too much so i'm gonna just wait a little bit before i get my life sent like i'm a, i'm gonna wait cuz that's a little bit too much why do you think that is Like, why do people, are you, like, you're asking, like, why do, why do we wait to preach the gospel to them? Or, like, what do you mean? Why, why, why is there such a hesitancy Mm -hmm. for people to come to Christ when you're talking about, like, you know, you can't just come to God any old kind of way. Like, you got to give up Mm -hmm. some stuff. Like, why do you think that that's such a hesitancy towards that? I think, I think it's because like there's still definitely like a veil under like spiritually over them because like the bible tells us how like when we come to christ the veil is torn Mm. so when like if you're trying to preach the gospel to somebody who is still living in the flesh has no like they've never had a revelation of who god is um they're not going to want to willingly just give up something that is pleasurable to them Mm. like it's easier for them to you know want something yeah it's easier for them to want something that they can foresee the pleasure of than it is for them to um to want to 
give up something that is is harder to see the benefits of holiness it's it, it is like you'll because the the benefits of holiness you might not see it today <laughs> so it's harder for you to tell them like oh here are all the benefits of holiness and for them to say yeah i should that that's so right because it's it's harder for to to see the benefits of holiness than it is to see the benefits well not benefits the pleasures of sin mm. so i think that's probably why yeah and that's good so say because actually i kind of thought more so through the context of believers to be honest um and the believers because it was, i was thinking about that scripture of the young rich man um his issue wasn't that he believed that he didn't believe in jesus you know his issue was just the depths of how he even where his relationship with jesus would go um so how i actually mm. really saw that was more so i think just human nature of two people who just want their cake and they want to eat it too um people don't really un- i think it's i think it's it's that you you want you want both you want the world and you want the lord and he's like you can't have that and that we have to understand that this the gospel costs you something this work costs you something and not everybody is like wanting to pay that price so for some people they will also you know drink milk the rest of their days and they won't get to the meat because they won't die to themselves so i really think it's a it's a it's a selfish just thing of like i don't want to give this up and then also there's a fear thing involved as well as if if i let go of all of these things that i believe that are me who am I? Um, that's, mm. that's, that's a difficult question that you, and it's interesting, I actually was talking to someone um, earlier this week, or earlier, I guess last week, because today, yeah, today's Monday. <laughs> um, they were saying that, you know, one of those things that they had to reconcile was that if I let go of all of these things, like who, who am I without these things? Who am I mm. when, it's just, when it's just Kayla and God? You know, like who was who who was a young rich ruler without his money? Mm. And because you think, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because you think about it, it's like the Bible describes him by that. That's I'm sure how right. he was described amongst his community. So if he was to let go of the very thing that he was tying his identity to, who would he be? And, and mm. that's a very scary thing for a lot of people. And I think, you know, I think and it's okay to say that, but that's what giving up that, that's what dying to self is. That Lord, I am going to release everything that I think makes me who I am. And I'm going to now let you define who I am. And that, right. that, that's, that's, that's difficult, but that's true transformation in Christ. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. And That's it's difficult, good. I think, too, because when, see, a lot of people, they can't recognize their limitations. A lot of people can be on social media, could key key with certain kinds of people, and they don't realize that they're going along to get along, right? So they're starting to lose themselves in the process. So it's like, do I really know who I am? Is my identity in who I think I am or is my identity truly in Christ? Is my identity a philanthropist or is my identity, you know, doing unto others as I want them to do unto, unto, unto the Lord? Like, am I, what is my motive? What is my intent? And I think a lot of people, it's hard for them to even grasp who they are to even identify who they are because 
they're in so many, they got too many things coming at them, too many distractions, and they're not recognizing their limitations. I'm not trying to say social media is bad. Neither am I saying that, you know, even though the Lord does say you need to, you know, you need to watch your company that you keep because two can't walk together unless they be agreed. So we, we get that. But what I'm saying is, are you losing yourself? As, as, as a Christian, are you going along to get along? Mm-hmm. As a Christian, are you compromising with who you're around, who you're peeking it up with? Are you consistent? Are you integral? Like all of those things, I think, plays a part in whether someone is truly, you know, what in their cake and eating it too, like Kayla, like you said, or are they in a space where they're not recognizing their limitations and they don't realize that, yo, I'm actually going along to get along. Like, and the Lord calls me to be set apart. The Lord calls me that, you know, I may like to do these things. I may find pleasure in these things, but I'm supposed to crucify the flesh. I'm supposed to, you know, let's just say I'm supposed to decrease and let him increase pretty much. But a lot of times the world is telling us, nah, you got to put yourself out there. Nah, you got to let them know who you are. Nah, you got to, you got to be the platform. You got to be the main character. It's like, bruh, what if the Lord's just telling me to be in the background for a season? What if you're telling me just to be quiet? Yeah, and I think we have to, like, remember, too, like, the world is, like, is going, like, for instance, because, you know, um, we know that, like, Satan right now is the present, like, ruler of this world. He's going to do Mm -hmm. the exact opposite of the Lord. So if the Lord is telling you to be set apart, then Satan is going to tell you to conform. If the Lord is saying Mm. that you need to decrease so that I may increase, Satan is going to tell you that, you know, you need to increase and you need to be the focal point. So I think it's about just us as believers also just being sober-minded. And this is why Mm. we're coming and this is where studying your word is so important so that you may understand the expectations that the Lord has for you. Um, Because I even think about it, like you can't just like, you, you need to like you need to read the word to like actually know God. Um, standing mm-hmm. standing on standing on just going to church every Sunday. Standing on listening. Standing on like watching your favorite Insta- Instagram Christian influencer speak about the word, or standing on that one encounter you had with the Lord to 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 be saved is not Ooh, that's a word is not enough. For you mm. to learn to what it to compromise, I mean, to not to, to learn what it is to not compromise, to learn what it is to die to yourself, to learn what it is to crucify your flesh. Like, this is why you have to read the word because then, then you will see that, like, actually, what, what the world is telling me to do is the exact opposite of what God's calling me to do. Mm, mm. And one thing, and mm, Kayla, we could just. We, that 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 one that one encounter with the Lord, you out here holding on to that. I remember when the Lord met me in my room, like yo, what else you got? <laughs> like what else you got? But Jesse said something going back to when it comes to ministering to people that you know to evangelism. Like the one of the words that kind of like jumped out to me. At, jumped out to me as you were speaking Jesse was instant gratification like holiness is that people can't see the benefits of holiness because it's not 
it, it doesn't seem pleasurable. The doctor telling me that I need to cut back on sugar and go strictly plant-based. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Like that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. You get what I'm saying? That's, that's a little bit too much. You asking for too much doc. But then in a sense, it's like the bigger picture says the minute you implement this, there's going to be pleasure, but pleasure is not instant. It's a process to pleasure in, in the sense of holiness. You get what I'm saying? Like not the instant gratification, but I may not see it immediately, but as I keep, as I keep abiding in him, as I keep making myself known to him, as I keep seeking him, there's going to be some things that will start, like you were saying earlier, Jesse, the veil, the veil begins to lift. So I thank you for saying that because I feel like it will definitely help somebody that's looking at this and like that dying to self, that that's a little bit too much. Like I, I, they, they say God good, but I don't know. And I have an a, example of that because Kayla was saying how, um, like, basically, like, fear of fully giving it to God because, like, you don't know, basically, the expected end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, like, the same thing with the, if you know the story of Elijah, the widow, when he came to the widow and he asked the widow for food. Um, and it was during a, like, hard time during the time where Elijah went to this widow and the widow basically said to him, and I'm paraphrasing yeah, <laughs> like yeah. heavily, You're good. but the, the, um, the widow basically said to him, like, this is like my last food for me and my son. And after we eat it, we are ready to die because they had no food for them left during this hard time. And, um, Elijah was basically like, you know what I'm saying? The Lord led me here. So, you know, and she gave him this food out of faith Mind you, she has a starving son. Her, She herself is starving mm-hmm. and she obeys God and gives this prophet that she's never met in her life before the last food for her and her son. And um, when her son dies, who, who does the Lord use to raise up her son again? Elijah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a test of faith and she might not have saw the expected end of what that sacrifice she made and that little, and that cost of food would yeah. do for her and her son. But it literally was what allowed for her son to survive. They were going to die regardless. Like she said that she said it herself. Like this is the last food we have after we eat it, we're going to die. So I don't know. It, it was, it's just really good knowing that like, uh, the cost of our fate, we might not see the expected end of like why God is saying, don't do this, don't do that. But there is surely an expected end of obeying God and living in holiness. Mm. And like it, it goes back to the when you the first question you ask, like, why do people, for example, unbelievers not like have a hard time with that topic of like dying to self. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't see the expected end of following Jesus. They don't see that expected end of like why God is saying not to live in sin. But when we have that revelation from the Holy Spirit, we are able to understand this is why God wants us to do what we do. Mm. So. I just listen. Let me let me let me let me let me let me ask y'all this. As Christians, 
we are supposed to be an example, right? So when this unbeliever is questioning, it makes me wonder who's been an example to them. And it makes me, again, going back to what I've been, you know, what the Lord has been talking to us about throughout the seasons is self-examination. Are you where you need to be so that you can effectively preach the gospel, that you can effectively, I mean, yeah, you could be doing your own thing and you can still plant the seed. But it's the fruit. I my it's my testimony and how I'm living my everyday life. That's the sure testament. But I don't think a lot of people want to have that conversation because it's it's holding me accountable to an to a higher extent. Like, oh really? Like my walk can determine whether or not somebody actually gives their life to Christ? Absolutely. Cause if I'm going along to get along. If I'm compromising, if I'm in a space where one day I'm acting like Janae and the next day I'm acting like Siobhan, that's my middle name, they going to be like, yo, <laughs> this girl is double-minded. They may not say that, per, you know, they may not say that, but they're going to be like, I can't trust this person. They're, they're not integral. So it's mm-hmm. like, what do you say to those Christians that are in that space that feel like, you know, all I got to do is just plant the seed, but they not really realizing that that person could be looking at your life mm. and what you do to determine whether or not they they can trust Jesus. Like you're the only Jesus that people see. Does that make sense? Am I am I am I making sense to y'all? Yeah, that makes a lot of sure. sense. Um, the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 8, a double a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Um, we have to know that it's not mm-hmm. what you say, but it's what you do. And if you are saying one thing but doing another, you are literally promoting um, instability. Um, you're promoting instability. Mm. Or, or even take it like this, right? Say, um, say, let me try to think of an example. Okay, so say you, Janae, are you're, you're your parents' child, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know you are raving about like every time you um every time you kind of speak about your parents like how well they you know how g- just great you're being raised how just how awesome it is um just just you know just how awesome it is to, or not even talk about your parents let's talk about a job right so you work for a company mm-hmm. and you wear, um, and then, you know, the company has a policy about what they expect from their employees and this company has a particular uniform. And say, once you leave the company, like to go somewhere else, you don't, you still work for the company, but you still have your uniform on, right? And then say you go mm-hmm. out to the, you go out to the club and you're partying and you're, you, and you're partying in your work uniform. Like what, what, what does that say about the company and like their standards, you know? Or say you commit mm. a crime. I'm sorry. Let's not even do it with clubbing. You commit a crime in the in the company. Like who who do they look at? Do they look at you as the employee, or do they go and say this person of XOX of such and such such and such company has now committed a crime? Oh, definitely the latter. <laughs> so yeah. So I think about it like that with us as believers. Like we have to understand that when we say that we we are 
Steve or God, Jojo is a lot. We like, we have a, you're supposed to have a scent on you. You're, you're marked by this mm. new identity. So then if you go out and you live a life that is contrary to what you claim your boss stands on, people aren't going to look at you crazy. They're going to look at your boss crazy. Like what type of people does he, right. what type of people does he hire? You know? He just hiring anybody. Like, like, oh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the CEO of McDonald's going to hire some things. Like, I mean, you know, like, so I think I mean, right. like, like, you are, you are a representation um, and we can't mm. be confusing people, but this is again, like, that's why I think this whole dying to self and like crucif- crucifying, like the Lord is not talking to unbelievers. He's talking to believers. If you want mm. to follow me, you must take up your cross, you know, like there, mm-hmm. there, there is to even be marked by me, like you must forsake everything. And I think even, mm. I think not only do unbelievers not grasp that concept, but I even think believers don't really grasp that concept of dying to themselves for the Lord. Like even Paul says, mm. I want to say it's in Galatians or Ephesians. Like we were freed, not so that we could like go and live in freedom, but so that we could be slaves to God. You weren't free for yourself. You were bought with a price right. twice over. You're, you are now, you have now been freed from sin so that you can now be in bondage to Christ. And it's the best bondage mm-hmm. that you'll ever be in. But if you don't grasp that, like you are going to consistently give mixed messages to the people around you. Like I was listening to another podcast and he was talking about crucifying the flesh. And he says, everyone loves mm-hmm. to say that, but to, re- to crucify your flesh, it's painful. We don't want to mm-hmm. go through, we don't want to go through pain. Like that's what has to be done, you know. Like you, we just we we can't be double minded. Like we are going to be unstable in all of our ways. We cannot talk about how good the Lord is and how He saved us from sin, but then every weekend we go out and commit sin. Like right. you're confusing the message, you know. You're, you're you mm. know even even the thing is too. Like I'm thinking about this this pastor in New York who just arrested for money laundering and and. And, and just a whole bunch of like crimes related to money. What do you say about the gospel of Jesus? What do you say about the God that you say? You, you just, you, you can't, you, you, you confuse the message and then you get people saying, well, this is why I don't want to deal with Christians anyways. Cause they don't say, they act no better. It's because yeah. we as believers don't even know what it really grabs to, to die to self. To, for, to forsake mm. everything for the Lord. Like we, we before we want to talk about like, and I think this before we want to talk about other people like not grasping that, we gotta first look at ourselves, like you just said, and say, why don't I get that? Like I can't look at somebody mm. who doesn't know Christ and be like, oh, they don't get that. Well, yeah, they don't know Christ. But I, as someone who knows Christ, am supposed to get it, but I still don't get it. Right. So before I pull the speck out of this person's eye. Let me pull the plank out of my own eye and say, why can't I die to myself? Right. Mm. 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 And that's why mm. I just really believe, I'm sorry, I just, and now I feel, that's why I just really believe that's where the Lord is actually taking us, Um, is to, not like us in this podcast, but us as believers, is like, look inside yourself. Look inside your own house. You can't be right. a glass house throwing stones. Like my mm. people who are called by my name, like if you shall, like we as as the as his as his representatives as his children must look in within ourselves and say why am I not grasping this? 
the world is falling apart because the church is not on and not in position. Mm. When the church can't be in position, the church refuses to acknowledge where it is where it's falling short. You, you get where I'm? It's, yeah, it's making. I hope it's making sense. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I just really think that that's what's on the heart of the father. Like, get yourself together first. Get you your know? house in order. Get, 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 yes, get your house in order. And then, you know, yeah. And, and that's how. And I. Go ahead, Jeff, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry about that. And I think it's just also about like living in the spirit because the Lord tells us to live in the spirit, to walk in the spirit. And that's abiding with the Holy Spirit, moving with the Holy Spirit, not leaving your place with God. Literally, I think it literally for the believers, it ties back to how we spend time with God. And it's like the Bible says that if we live in the spirit, like we won't like fall into like the sins of our flesh. And I think like when we walk in the spirit, we're, we're able to abide by the word of God. We're able to obey God's word because at the end of the day, we're still on earth and our flesh is still here. So when we walk this, yeah, this just reminded me of the scripture, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the Holy Spirit abides on the inside of us. He's already endowed us with the grace, with the strength, with hope to follow his word, to live accordingly to the instructions he's given us. Mm -hmm. But we is are we able to say no to our flesh? Are we able to do what we have to do to die to self? And I believe that every day for believers till the day that we die, there's a dying to self to occur mm -hmm. because for for I saw this video uh, of saying I think it was by Jenny Weaver and she said that no pastor no prophet nobody has arrived because there's you're always going to be in the school of the Holy Spirit as a believer you've never arrived you're there's more to learn there's more to unlearn and mm. um and I, I, so it's, it's about just living in the spirit and allowing yourself to be a vessel of honor through the Holy Spirit, like allowing the Holy Spirit to continue doing the work on the inside of you. The fire of God, it says the Lord is a consuming fire, meaning that there's no fire too big that cannot be fanned for the fire to to, to spread even more on the inside of us. The fire of God already on the inside of us can spread more and more and more, but that cannot happen outside of the presence of God. And it cannot happen if we are gratifying to our flesh. Mm. So. And you know what, Jesse? Oh my goodness. Like, so I wrote down two things. <laughs> but I want to kind of harper on what you said about the Lord being a consuming fire. Because when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, so that also means that, you know, he's burning some things out of me. Like it's going to be some things that's going to have to come out. That's going to have to be severed, sizzled and all of that. So that was good. I'm glad that you brought that up because the first thought that I had was, yeah, I, that means that there's going to be some things that's going to be burnt, burnt out. out. <laughs> and I remember one time the Lord said to me, 
be the fire or get burnt. Mm. Like every whenever I like am not doing what I need to be doing, I'm like Jesse, baby, remember what this what the Lord said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be the fire or get burnt. The Lord is coming back with a fire. Yeah. So if we as believers are not being the fire of the world, whoever, whichever people where people living today, um, believers, unbelievers, if you do not become a fire for God, you will get burnt because he is coming back with a fire. Mm. So will we be the people that are part of the army of God or will we stay and be people who will be burnt because we decided to live and live in sin and gratify, gratify our flesh. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. And, Ooh, yeah. Thank you, God. Hmm. And there was another thing that you said, too, that I wrote down that I thought was really, really good. There's more to learn. There's more to unlearn. And I thought to myself, I said, having that mindset, there's a presence of humility in that entire statement. Because if I'm saying there's more to learn and there's more to unlearn, that means that I've never arrived. I've never come to, I've never reached the pinnacle. I'm always, there's always going to be something that I need to check. I'm going to have to die daily. My flesh is, my flesh is crazy. I cannot have her doing what she wants to do. So that means there may be some things that I need to unlearn, but there's also some things that I will continue to learn until I leave this earth. Like, so that in itself was like very, mm, I hope somebody caught that, like that's listening. I hope y'all writing some stuff down because Kayla and Jesse spitting some nuggets and so, like, don't just be listening while y'all doing the dishes. Like, y'all need to be attentive to this because this right here is some some stuff that you can meditate on, that you can chew on, and really, you know, uh, assess yourself <laughs> and be like, yeah, I don't know, Lord. Got to go to the prayer closet because I'm out here. I'm, I'm tripping. But, um, Kayla, what you were saying were right. Like, it's really a call to believers to humble themselves and to really look and 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 compare themselves to the scriptures. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing or am I compromising? Where do I see myself? And again, that's been the theme, the ongoing theme of this entire season. So like just knowing that that's the heart of the father is just like very like, okay, Lord, like I hear you because literally that's what he's been saying. Like through every episode, it's been the same thing. And I'm like, Lord, I pray they getting it. Like I pray, I pray we getting it. I pray mm-hmm. I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah. I, yo, this conversation is literally I'm I'm learning too as you guys are speaking. And it's like I, I don't know. I'm I'm loving it just as much as I know other people are gonna love it. Like it's actually mm-hmm. helping me. And I'm like, Lord, ooh, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Kayla said this, Janae said this. I'm like, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm writing my notes. I got my notes down here. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, where you at, girl? No, I'm here. I'm just laughing. Um, but I was saying I was saying, no, this actually is conversation is super on time as well, because I feel like the Lord is really um speaking like surrenderance um in a lot of different mm. ways. But even like last week I was praying and he like gave me a word about um just surrendering and and like and then we're like talking about dying to self and like being obedient. Um and it's just like, you know, 
for all of us, including myself, because I like I'm not like the Lord was saying to me, like, I need to surrender. <laughs> I was like, yikes. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, if we all want to grow in Christ, you know, if we all want to be like just helpful in the in the kingdom, like we just have to surrender our, our own ideas, our thoughts and our actions and just really submit ourselves to God and like let the Bible be a mirror. Like it's literally the only book that will read you back. Um, it's the only book that like will really give you life as you pour into it. Um, I mean, as you peer, as you uh, peer into it. So yeah, I just, I just wanted to add that. Like, we, I think it's so crazy you said that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you done? No, you're fine. It's okay. I was saying that I think it's crazy you said that because my dad and my mom and I were having a conversation about that yesterday. We're like talking about the the scripture you said about the like um how the Bible is a mirror and I just thought that was cool. <laughs> That's literally all I wanted to say. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, y'all, let me tell y'all the crazy thing. Oh, not my alarm going off with the thing now. All right. So the craziest thing in the moment of me surrendering way back in 2015, I was like, Lord, like, I'm a, I want to do this for real. Like, I want to give my life to you for real. Like, I don't want to play no more. Like the first book I remember, cause I went to a, um, I went to a Christian university. So one day the Lord was like, take your Bible and go to chapel like we got a small little chapel thing and I was like all right and I'm in I'm in the chapel and he's like I right, go over there go to the front and just wait on me I'm gonna I'm talk to you but just just wait on me and I'm like okay okay so I'm, I'm waiting I'm like all right Lord like what you trying what's up and he says turn to James and he was like I want you to meditate on this book and I want you to read from the beginning to the end of this book and I'm like oh that's it that's what I'm gonna do all right that's no problem y'all why it took me seven years to realize what God was trying to say in that moment he was trying to show me me but I'm sitting there like this. Okay, Lord, like I'm hearing what James is saying because what he's saying is good, but it wasn't connecting. The veil was, th- I'm not going to say I didn't I didn't catch certain things, but the revelation, it wasn't until seven years later that I was like, because I kept wondering why did the Lord send me to James? what like I get everything is good but it was that mirror it was him saying you need to look at yourself and you need to look and you need to compare and you need to see like this is where you are and this is how you think about yourself like you were looking in the mirror then you leave you forgetting about the matter of man in which you were like you 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 need to humble yourself and that I didn't get that revelation until years later but if I had to tell anybody, like, don't be like me. <laughs> don't be distracted how I was back then. Like, the book of James, he had me in the book of James and he had me in the book of Isaiah. Those were, like, the two places he had me in 
when I guess the overarching theme was, I'm going to reveal you to you, Janae, and I need you to be ready for that. I need to show you who you are and you need to be ready for that. And I guess I hindered my own revelation because I kept trying to figure it out on my own. And until I surrendered, until I died to myself was when the Lord, when I could really hear him, because I feel like he was speaking the whole time. But it took seven years for me to finally see like, oh, that's me. Wow. And like, that's me. Mm-hmm. That you brought up the book of James again, because I'm I'm just like looking at it right now. Mm. And um, I'm looking at James one twenty two, And cause you know how I was saying, like, it's not what you say, it's what you do. And it's like, even the yeah. Bible says that James 1 verse 22 says, it's the King James Version. It's okay. You can, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Mm. So even, even that is just like, if all you are is talk, the Bible says that you mm. are deceiving your own self. Mm. Like, it's, it, you gotta, you gotta walk the walk out. You can't just talk about the walk of Jesus, but you must walk that thing or you will only be a deceiver to yourself and not yeah only to yourself because other people will see that you are not truly who you say you are mm. Mm. and you know what that's good that you say that because listen i'll be telling my the the podcast community i'm a stickler for this i'm like don't just be coming on this here podcast thinking what i'm gonna hear for janae today or what you hearing from other people on social media like you there's implementation to this you can hear me all day long be clapping yo that's good da 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 screenshot and doing all this but like if you're not implementing you're deceiving yourself he says be ye doers of the word and not hearers only and like i think like, yes, repetition is good. Like there's, listen, don't uh, listen. Repetition is good. But if you're hearing it only and you're not implementing it, then it's like, yo, what's, what's the point? And I think what the Lord is saying goes in everyday life as well. Like if I'm studying for the LSAT and I'm just watching YouTube videos or I'm just whatever, but I'm never cracking open the book and studying and doing what I need to do, it's, it defeats the purpose. Like I gotta, I gotta implement this thing. I gotta take self-study exams. I gotta be doing what I'm doing to make sure that I'm really grasping this information. And that's just on a school level. So if we know to do that for school, for worldly things, why can't we implement that in the things of God? It's very interesting. Like the Lord don't really be asking us to do much, but it's dying to the Mm -hmm. self of wanting to do what I want to (laughs) do and make it make sense, Lord. (laughs) But he do be making sense. But we still be like, nah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. You ask him for too much. Go ahead, Kayla. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jesse, you had something to say? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I the the um the mic thing. I don't click it. But anyway. So, yeah. So, listen. I'm telling y'all, like... It's it's one of those things where I feel like we just got to we just got to get rid of the excuses and just be just keep it 100. Like if you don't want to do it, then just say I don't want to do it. 
But like that again, that's keeping it real with yourself. But if it's like in a sense of it's hard for me, then like I could I can understand that. But his grace, he says, my grace is made perfect in your weakness. So yeah. again, like, go ahead, go ahead. And I'm saying, I'm even thinking of, well, it was always spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me acknowledge you. Um, and I believe it's in what, in Second Kings, where Elijah called Elisha. Mm. Um, and he was, you know, he was in the field plowing his oxen or whatever. And, um, you know, before he went off with Elisha, like he burned like all of the, he burned the, um, whatever is. I don't really know my farming tools. But he, he burned, oh, he, I guess he burned the plow. He burned the plows, you know, he could have nothing to go back to. Mm. And, like, that's what dying to self is. Like, I, like, let there be nothing that I can go back to. Ooh. Um, I, I believe it's even, if uh, Jesus even says, I want to say in Matthew, where he talks about, like, someone who still has their hand on the plow, but then they're, uh, but then they're back turned, like, they can't inherit the kingdom of heaven. Like, again, like, you have to make up your mind. The Bible is very clear that people who do not make up their mind miss out. Like the, and there was another story where the Lord was saying how somebody said, can I be your disciple? And, um, and he said, come and follow me. But the guy was like, first, let me go bury my father. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that like, oh, you know, he's going to bury his father. But that's not what it meant in Jewish culture. Like you, you would stay with your parents until they passed away. So realistically, that could have taken... 30 plus years yeah like it's before he was gonna come follow jesus and 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 but the, jesus was like no if you want me you must first you must give it all up you know mm. and and we have to really grasp like that's what he that's what he asked for you know like like um okay lord thank you so i'm thinking even back again where i told you about that word he gave me about first surrendering mm-hmm. like that's it the thing is, he's like, but first you must surrender all. Everyone wants always like, what's my purpose in the Lord? Like, what does he want me to do? What what am I here for? Yo, before you even know that, you must first have to give up what you think you know. Mm. Just about life in general. And then he will then begin to reveal to you what it is he wants you to do. Mm. But when I tell you that, not even, not even I'm not even going to say, like, um, well, no, I'll say it. It's not bad, but um, when I first got saved in 2016, did I know that I was going to be on a podcast? Mm. Did I know that the Lord was going to call Jesse and I to, to be a part of a podcast? No. This came as a result of Jesse and I walking out our journey with the Lord, surrendering it all, letting him take control of our life, and then him saying, okay, now for the podcast. Mm. So you, you want to know your purpose in God? Like, you got to first surrender. You got to first give it, give it all up. And then he will then begin to reveal to you what steps you need to take. But this is, this is not how it's not, this is, you know, this is not how this will go. And sometimes, you know, he might show you some things, but you will never know the full story and you will never get to know these more, the you know, little, even important things without first surrendering. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you gotta, you gotta make up your mind. Like when he tells us to be holy instead, even to be holy, like that just means to be set apart, mm. to be consecrated. Like th- that means that you are set apart for sacred use. 
-hmm. In order to be set apart for sacred use, you have to give up something. You can't be defiled. You can't mix. You can't be like oil and water. Mm. You got. You gotta be one. Like even a lukewarm person. I think because Jesus talks about that um, in Revelation. Uh, I want to say the sixth chapter, the fifth chapter. I don't know. Somewhere in the book of Revelation, in the very beginning, where he talks about the church of. Um, I always butcher their name, guys. What is it? Le- 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 I don't even want to say it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let Laodicea. I I always butcher that name. It's that church with the L. It starts with the L. Yeah. He talks about the lukewarm church, and he says to them, "Oh, I how I wish you were hot or you were cold, because then I would have something to do with you. Mm-hmm. But since you are lukewarm, I must spit you out of my mouth. There is nothing that you can do with lukewarm water. Mm. You can you can bathe in hot water. You can drink cold water." But if you were to bathe in lukewarm water or drink lukewarm water, you would be disgusted. Yeah. It, it serves no purpose. Lukewarm water serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. You can't count on it for anything. So a person, a believer who cannot, who is not wanting to, willing to sacrifice and give up their life to serve God is not willing to die to themselves. What purpose do you serve? Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, where does that get you? Because Jesus said you gonna <laughs> busting hell wide open till you get it. It's like, it's like we have to ask ourselves these real questions. Like, I want to serve a purpose, and all the Lord is saying is like, "Well, take up your cross and follow me." Mm. Jesus says, "Follow me," and that's when things change. It's when you decide I'm gonna. Fo- I'm even thinking about Matthew, right? Mm-hmm. They begin everything for the Lord. And then it was only, but then once they gave up things, then he then began to reveal to them what their purpose was in him. Mm. I'm even thinking about that, the, the, the show, The Chosen, right? And that in the first season when Jesus calls Matthew and Matthew is in the tax collector's booth and he's collecting taxes and he sees Jesus and Jesus says, follow him. Every time that I cry that scene, mm. but it's like Matthew didn't know what was awaiting him. He didn't know who this man was. Yeah. All he knew was, I got to do this. I got to, but he gave up. Like he was somebody who had wealth. He had someone that no, he, he wasn't liked in the Jewish community, but he still had status within the Roman community. And since he had the safety of the Roman um, guard and stuff, mm-hmm. again, he had, a, he had job security. He, he had money. But he forsake that he forsook that all to follow the Lord, and now his name is talked about thousands of years later. Mm-hmm. That's what you get when you die to yourself. What purpose do you serve in the kingdom of God? Just going about your everyday business with no regard to how this can be used. Mm. We want to say, Lord, use me. He can't use something that refuses to bend to His will. Mm. You know, he can't, he, 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 he cannot do, people want to say, oh Lord, you like send me Lord. I want to be sent, but you don't want to be purified. You don't want to be cleansed. Mm. You don't want to be corrected. Mm. Like that, that's what we're, we're dealing. Mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. Even, um, in, in the book of Amos, um, the Lord describes the Jewish people, I believe, as like stubborn oxen mm. or something like that. 
Like, that's what we're dealing with. Stubborn people that don't want to move anywhere. Like, you're, you, the ox is supposed to serve a purpose. Mm. But a stubborn ox serves no purpose because he won't move. And that's so good that you said that because as you were talking, I felt, in, I felt the Lord saying stiff-necked. I got stiff neck yeah, people. Stiff-neck. Yeah. Stiff-neck people. Thank you for correcting me, Holy Spirit. It's, yeah, it's, he's calling S- stiff-neck people. Stiff-neck people. Like, that's crazy. Like, it is one of those things, like, when you think of a stiff-neck person, I also think of stubbornness. Like, there's a, there's, yeah, it's that legitimate, like, it ain't like you not, you not, you stiff-neck because you just don't know. Like, you stiff-neck because you want to be. Like, you're yeah. purposely saying, I'm not moving nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. I'm saying right here. <laughs> and that's yeah. crazy to me. Like, that's that's mm, that's crazy to me. But it's a lot of us out here. And, and let me ask you this, too, because as you were talking, I kept thinking about this self-love rhetoric, this rhetoric of appeasing myself appeasing my flesh and I feel like it's trickled down into the church I feel Mm -hmm. like it's trickled down into the church and a lot of it has to do with a lot of church folk not wanting to die to themselves and I had to get on some people when the book first came out because a lot of people was like oh this is like self-love and like and I said "Uh uh-uh I said, no, it ain't because a lot of the themes in this book is saying the total opposite of what this self-love rhetoric is. And I I don't know if it's because I'm a writer or what, but I try to be a stickler for words and using it in its context. Like it bothers me sometimes, even with the lingo that I use, like the Holy Spirit be checking me like, yo, like that, find something else to say. So like he is working on me with that because words are powerful. But when they wanted me to kind of like market it as a self-love, I said, "Uh uh-uh, it's the complete opposite of that. If someone is reading this book, they are literally going to be feeling like, yo, uh, (laughs) this is totally different from my thought, my own thought process. If that's their, if that's the thoughts that they're thinking, like it's saying the total opposite of what the world says self-love is supposed to be. And I think people don't understand that ultimately what love is, is sacrifice. Ultimately what love is, is denying of self. Ultimately what love is, is I'm putting my own needs aside for the betterment of someone else. I'm giving up something. In essence, that is dying to self. So yeah, that book is about love, but it's about the right kind of love. It ain't about the self, how I can benefit from it is how God expects me to walk alongside those that he's placed into my life to pour into and to plant season and to ultimately bring them to the kingdom. if that's what it is. But I feel like that self-love rhetoric has trickled in the church. And that's why a lot of them is kind of like, I don't know. I don't know about the dying to self. I don't know. (laughs) The Bible says that in the last days, people will become lovers of themselves. Mm. So I think that could also be why it's becoming something that Christians are trying to adopt into the church. But at the end of the day, like you said, love is sacrificial. 
And <laughs> a lot of the things that the Lord calls us to do, the world would never, ever, ever say that is self-love. Mm. So, um, and true quote unquote self-love is dying to yourself. Mm. It, if you really truly loved yourself, you would, what's it called? You would abide by the word of God. Like you would not do, so, you would not do something that you know would end you in eternal damnation, mm. you know? So that it, but the world would never ever define that as self-love. So yeah, I think it's also how, cause I know some people have defined it differently, but I know the Bible is talking about the self-love, for example, that people talk about in the world, like doing everything the word of God says not to do. Mm -hmm. They consider that to be self-love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm. 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 Wow. Wow. And it's, it's one of these things, like when I think about it, I think to myself, like, when I think about it, I think to myself, I'm like, is it going back to what James was saying as far as being hearers and not doers of the word of the word? Or is it going back to being double minded? Or is it like all of the above that is keeping people that's within the church in a mindset of going along to get along, but then feeling like I, I could come back and pour into the people. And I think a lot of that may have to do with, um, like Kayla was saying in the beginning about experiences. People don't realize that like, you know, you could still work the gifts and still be in, and still bust hell wide open. You could still be prophesying, giving words of knowledge, wisdom, have a popping platform, have thousands of followers and all that, and still bust hell wide open. I don't think, so I think when unbelievers or even believers see like, yo, they must be the epitome. Like they must be like, God must be all in that. You can't get caught up in that. But I think a lot of people in the church, they take their experiences with God and what God is doing through them and thinking like, oh, I, I can still do what I want to do. But in reality, like, I think it's, I don't know where in Matthew, you know, uh huh. go ahead, Jesse. You know what? My dad taught me that when I, like early on in my faith, mm -hmm. he, he used to tell me how like a lot of people see it when they see the quote unquote manifestations of God in some places where God really is not because they haven't tested the spirit. They mm. think like some things are God, but it's not God. And the reason is because there's a scripture that says that God doesn't take away his gifts. So the gifts that he gives to, to people, he never yeah, takes. the gifts come without repentance. What did you say? I didn't hear you. I was saying, yeah, the gifts come without repentance. Exactly. So the gifts, so if the Lord doesn't take away his gifts, like if you have a gift of speaking, your your gift of speaking will still be there even if you're you're out there doing the most sins in the world so the thing is people will take that like the gift is still there so the person can articulate the bible in a very nice way in a very perfect way but they're still living in sin 
So it makes a lot of people put their guard down mm. and not test the spirit mm. because that gift is still operating through them. Yeah, yeah. But the spirit of God is no longer behind that gift. So a lot of people have gifts. People can sing, right? The Lord is the one who gives the voice, right? He yeah. gives them the, this voice to sing. But does it mean that every person out artist out there singing is singing for the Lord? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But that gift is still there. But it doesn't mean that if the gift is still there, that the Lord is still operating through that individual. Mm. Mm. And I think it goes back to like um, the scripture that Kayla had read in James. Uh, Kayla, did you say it was James one twenty two? I think that's what. You're... Yes, uh, about the which hold, scripture though? Hold on. About the double minded. Dang, hold on, let me check real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, well, 122 says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers. But it was something else that you had said. Um, oh, James, uh, I want to say, I want to say it was James chapter three, verse eight about the double. It might've, it might've been, but I felt like, I don't know. I don't know. It was something else that you said. It may not have been in James. Um, but it was something that, um, Jesse has said that made, that reminded me of, um, what a scripture you had mentioned earlier um in the podcast but i can't remember it but if it comes back to me you know we'll go there but that's 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 good jesse that that's good but i think it also goes back to not even but because everything that you said like i'm not canceling nothing out like that's legit um i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about you know the scripture that says um uh what I was thinking of when you were talking was about the anointing. Um and the one thing that the Lord had checked me on, especially when it came down to the podcast, one night I was editing, like I like afterwards I would go in, I would edit and all that stuff, and the Lord stopped me and said, Nay, you're removing the anointing. You're removing the the oohs, the eyes, the da 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 da, like you're removing those things. That's what's gonna destroy the yoke. What you look at as fluff, what you look at as, oh, I'm not really talking that right, what you look at as whatever, whatever, that's cutting off somebody's revelation that I'm trying to talk to them in the language that I'm talking to them in. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm using you as the vessel and now you're trying to take away from what I'm doing. And it, it really made me realize like, oh, I, this is not me. Like, this is really, this is God. Like, this podcast is his only. That book is his only. And so literally, like, when I told y'all that we're coming in this fluid, I'm not putting no reins on y'all. Like, let the Lord lead you. Like, that's why he's so intentional about who he has on this podcast because he does not, he wants us to be moving with the Holy Spirit, not against him. So like anything that y'all say, like, you know, I'd be like, all right, Lord, like do your thing. Like I, I know what you're going to do because it's that anointing. A lot of people got these signs, wonders, and miracles, but like Jesse was saying, you got to test the spirit. 
<laughs> you got a tough spirit. So thank you so much for bringing that up, Jesse. And I hope that encouraged somebody. I hope that pushed them in the right direction to know like, oh, I I must have been doing this a little wrong or I'm not where I need to be. But thank you, Lord, for putting me back into alignment. So thank you for saying that. I wanted to say something about, because Kayla was saying about the, um, and you guys are both saying about the double-mindedness. And I'm going to read the scripture. It's Genesis 49, verse 3 through 4. And it says, Reuben, you are a firstborn, my my might and the firstfruits of my strength, preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power, unstable as water, you shall not have preeminence because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. So the, the verse three talks about all these things that Reuben is. But then because Reuben was unstable as water and defiled himself, the gifts was taken away from him. It says now you shall not have preeminence because you went up to your father's bed. So it's like when we as believers, we have to be careful to continue to literally walk in holiness, to continue to die to self. Because at the end of the day, though the Lord is graceful, though the Lord is full of mercy, we cannot deny the fact that there is still, um, there is still, what's the word? There's still pre, what is it? Pre something for sin. There is like still, um, what's the word y'all? I don't remember. But there's still uh, <laughs> there's still there's still something that sin causes in your life. There's still an effect of sin that that sin plays. Exactly. Yes, that word. <laughs> there's still a consequence of <laughs> sin. There's still a consequence of sin, though the Lord is full of mercy and grace. And I think that Reuben is a great example of that because like it literally says, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and my first fruits of my strength preeminence in dignity and preeminent in power but now it says in the next verse you shall not have preeminence anymore like it's like dang because this guy defiled himself all these things that were put in store for him was taken away mm. so yeah and let me oh go ahead yeah like you definitely see oh no i was just gonna just yeah like you definitely see that the inheritance was lost you yeah. know um, it was definitely like he just like because of you know his his disobedience his disrespect mm. to his father. Because um, I think like I don't I'm, I don't really open that can of worms of like that's like a whole nother yeah. like, thing. <laughs> but it's just like <laughs> that's a whole nother situation that I like we I let that you have to like walk through. But, you know, it's just important that we be mindful of, like, those type of warnings and, like, the conditions for some of the, the promises that are in the scripture, mm. you know? Um, and just, like, the, and the important part of just, like, honoring the Lord and being, like, obedient to him. Because, like, you know, in First Samuel, where we learn that obedience is better than sacrifice mm -hmm. and then due to, like, you not, oh, thank you. Okay, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in this vein. Okay. So due to like Saul's disobedience, you know, he missed out on, he lost something. <laughs> and like a lot of times we believe that like, like 
a sacrifice and I'm going to get up and go to church and I'm tired. You know, like there's just so many things that we think that, oh, let me sacrifice these things to the Lord. Let me bring in my, um, let me, let me just, let me, let me sacrifice to the God. But God was like, yo, I don't, your sacrifice means nothing to me if you're not obedient to what I have to say. Like, like Saul was instructed for to do something, but he thought by offering the Lord a sacrifice that was gonna like trump. I that said what I said. No, <laughs> like, right, like to die to yourself. Like, there's an obedient yeah. posture in that. So what we, what, what, what you, a lot of people mistake themselves by doing is thinking that they can offer sacrifices to the Lord that somehow He will forget that they're being disobedient. He's not mm. gonna forget that. Like, oh, let me, yeah, let, let me get up. Like I said, get up and go to church in the morning. Oh, I'm tired. I'm making this sacrifice. Or, or let me go, let me go tithe. And let me tithe a little extra since I was sitting yesterday. Like the Lord's like tithing is good and great. We're committed to tithe. So that's not you can't what I'm bribe referring them. to. But I'm referring to, I'm referring to these other things that you think are somehow going to trump like your obedience mm. to God. Like what he's asking you to do. Like, did I mm. ask you to do that? You know? That's, that's, that's like, um, I'm thinking even too, like, that's like, say your parent is saying to you, like, hey, Jesse, can you, like, can you, um, can you wash the dishes, like, before I get home? But instead, Jesse, you, like, fold the laundry, but you don't wash the dishes. And you're like, oh, but I still wash the dishes. I mean, you saw I still folded the laundry, and your mom's like, that's not what I asked you to do. I asked you to die to me. I didn't ask, I didn't ask you to just, to, to um I didn't ask you to say oh yeah I'm gonna start this podcast in the name of the Lord but then I'm gonna go and still soup around with like mm. with random people and then I didn't ask you to start this podcast I asked mm. you to die to me I I didn't ask like I like are you doing like list like we have to we have to really like this is why studying the scripture is so important knowing the scriptures for yourself like what is it that God has asked mm. of you to do. And are you doing, and they're like, are you, are you actually like doing that? And I don't know where I'm going with this, but I feel like the Lord is literally like, it's like, what did mm, I ask of do. you? Yeah, that's good. What's the last thing that I Go told back you to, to that. Why yep. are you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? Trying to run from the call. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, he's like, he's in this vein of like, Oh, oh, like he's in this vein, guys. I'm truly really trying to girl. Go ahead, go ahead and go. It's just like go ahead and go. It's just like <laughs> what? What did I ask mm-hmm. you to do? Not what Ooh. do you want to do? What did I command you to do? And He's commanded mm. us to take up our cross and to follow Him. He has commanded us to forsake all. Like he, he. These are commandments that we are forsaking because we have become common mm. with the Lord. We are falling into the same traps of the Israelites, and we have become so common with Him that the reverence Ooh. has left, the fear and the respect of the wow. Lord has left. That's how you become stiff-necked. You become so stubborn and so prideful. Mm that i'm doing all of these things for you god why isn't this enough but he's like this is the one thing i've asked you to do you're not asking that and then mm. i want you to die to yourself and it's like and until you do that yes you will be a stiff-necked person you can go to the temple every day 
But if you're still not, if you're still not releasing and giving up Kayla, you're being disobedient. He hitting on religion, religion. And so, like, yeah, that's yeah. So it's just like you can't. Like I keep seeing this on. Okay, so I'm gonna go there with the Pharisees. Okay, Lord, the Pharisees. The, the, like those were stiff-necked people that we are not far yeah. off from, be, from being. Yeah. Some of us already are. Those are the people who thought that by praying in the middle of the town square, letting everyone know how uh, prim and proper they were, you know, giving the best offerings, you know, they they all thought that they were doing something, but none of them mm. were obedient to God. None of them truly died to themselves. Blind. And and so it's just like if you want to go, if you're wondering like where can I go in Christ, like how Lord, how can I, how can mm-hmm. I know you more? How can I be used more? Excuse me. I'm sorry. What is my yeah, purpose yeah, yeah. in you, God? First, you must die. You cannot. You cannot go to 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 letter H without first walking A B C D E F G. You gotta go to same thing. I'm even thinking like, wow, thank you, Holy Spirit, about Moses, right? Our whole podcast is called "Touch Soul, Take Off Your Sandals." Before Moses could go remove the people, take the people out of Egypt, he first. Had to die to the plans that he had for himself. Mm. He had to submit himself to to what God had for him. And then I'm even thinking about the fact that, like, on his way to Egypt, he still didn't completely die to himself to the fact where he almost died when the Lord put him in a coma. And this also (laughs) is good to have the right people Mm -hmm. around you because Moses' wife recognized that he was in disobedience. So even then, there's still you have to continuously die to yourself and submit yourself to the will Mm -hmm. of God. So like. So like like I'm t- I'm telling because I like I'm I'm believing God that there's gonna be some people who are gonna come and w- listen to this episode and they're they're like Lord what is my purpose in you like what am I supposed to be doing I'm so lost right now and God is saying die to me your plans your thoughts your dreams even the way you want me to wow, show up in wow, your life wow. let it go get leave it as a sacrifice on the altar let it be consumed let it be burned Mm -hmm. up and let me put my plans and my purposes in you you want to know how you can lord i want to spread the gospel at work you must die to you Mm. must be the gospel you you must eat the go ahead the gospel first before you can go go ahead go ahead what's your is your fruit fruiting lord i want to start I want to start this foundation for you. I want to go save all these orphan mm-hmm. children. But did I ask you to do that? Like, y'all want to know how to grow in God? You got to submit yourself uh-huh. to God. Like J- Jesse said, like, you either going to be the fire or mm-hmm. you will get burned by the fire. Choose this day serve. Who are your gods, mm-hmm. O Israel? Who are your gods, Jacob? Who are your mm-hmm. gods, America? yourself no, like know that i am god like submit yourself right. to me submit yourself to my plans submit myself to your to my ways mm-hmm. you would say lord let me increase i mean let let's may i decrease that you can like you mm. <laughs> we gotta stop patty caking this thing and walking it like oh let me tiptoe yeah. to it like you will not like i'm saying you got like and i apologize if it's coming off like harsh but you will never grow to where you want to be with God if you if you do not yeah. crucify your flesh. 
if you will if you will, if you want to be like lord i want to be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water i don't want to be a reed so easily swayed by the wind okay then give up that thing that he's actually to give up what does the lord ask you to give up that you have not given up what what is what what is the lord moving on your heart to do that you have not done it's not going to be it's not going to be painless dying to self is going to be painful crucifying is going to be painful but if you want to grow that's what you that's what we that's what we Mm. have to do there is no way of escaping Mm. that there there is no way of escaping that you did everybody (laughs) want to be oily but nobody want to be squeezed as as Mm. we know um someone says says all the time that's the truth but you what is like yeah like let go and let god that's 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 how you find your purpose in god is when you let god be god Mm. and one thing and then as you were go ahead jesse no janae go ahead um one thing that the lord as you were speaking like he brought back to my remembrance that you cannot circumvent the process like there is no way around it when you decide to go and do it your own way you didn't messed up the whole process like i didn't ask yep. you to do that it's obedience above all else it's obedience over everything so like I'm so happy that we're in this vein because literally if we want to get from A to Z or whatever letters the Lord is telling us to get to, you cannot circumvent the process. You got to go mm-hmm. in the way that he's telling you to go and do it exactly how he's telling you to do it. And a lot of us say purpose, 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 Lord, what is your purpose for me? But the reality is, are you wanting his perfect purpose for you? Are you wanting his permissive purpose for you or are you to some be in his submissive will? Like, like where, like what, what, what you want. And a lot of us in essence, I think deep down inside our spirit is like, I want his perfect will for me. Well, perfect will means I got to die to myself. Perfect will says none of me and everything of you, Lord, but that takes a knowledge of knowing I can't circumvent this. I cannot finesse this. I got to follow his lead in every circumstance. And so I'm so happy that you're in this vein right now. And I thank you so much for being obedient to talking about obedience, because that's really the, the key is <laughs> to simply yeah. be obedient. And I, and I, and I want to add really fast, I'm sorry, is that I don't want also anyone to feel discouraged about this either, because I promise you that there mm-hmm. is like not anything that the Lord is gonna ask you to give up, mm. that he will not replace with something a million times better. Like a million times better. Like, I, so I want you to also be encouraged that what you, like, because you are, what you will reap, like there Amen. will be a harvest for that. God is not gonna tell you to, 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 to die to your flesh mm. and not raise up your spirit. Like, that's what we're talking about. Your flesh must, your flesh must die so that your spirit may rise. Mm -hmm. And once you begin to walk with the Holy Spirit, once you are more in tune with the Lord and his will for your life and his desires, 
desire for his creation and his children. And once you are being more led by the spirit than your flesh, like your life in a sense, like you will see, you still will still have trouble because the Bible doesn't say, says that we will, man will have trouble all the days of their life, but you will have a joy. You will have an understanding. You will have a wisdom. Like there is so yeah, yeah. many benefits that come with dying to self that per that 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 can be oh, painful at first and like you said and then we it's a point where we we we're continuously doing it you like yep. you have to die every day every day you must make that decision but the lord will not not give you something in return that is far mm -hmm. outweighs whatever you have to give up and now i'm, I'm thinking about my own self and i'm, I'm gonna end here and let jesse mm -hmm. or janae take over whatever but i'm like for instance God asked me to give up my dating life for him. Y'all, that was the hardest thing in the world. I was like, Lord, I will give up everything for you. But this is the one area. I don't Well, I had a whole bunch of one areas, to be honest. But I was like, this one. I, I did. I, I said that to my, I was As soon as I said that, I was like, myself was like, girl, mm -hmm. you need a lot of areas. But anyways, that was one of the many areas. I was like, I don't know, Lord. But when I finally did it, when I finally did it, I had to wait. I had to, um... I, Cause I yeah I, when I finally did it I you know I had to wait in between time but when I say that I have began dating and got engaged all wow. within less than six months and that was truly like a God move like not not within six months of me giving up dating yeah, like yeah. that was it was like two years later um and I still and I still and I still stumble like I still like got a little alone and was like oh let me like try to you know but for the most part my my heart was set on the Lord and His promises. But when it was time for my person to come around, everything what we was dating Amen. and engaged yeah. in six months. So my point is, and, and and it was someone that the Lord told me He had for me. But so my point with saying that is, is to say that when God asks you to give up something, no matter how hard it is, the giving up my dating life was the was one of the hardest things for me. I was I was very scared very very scared i did honestly i didn't believe that the lord would would give me what i wanted i didn't believe that god knew how to be knew how to do this i didn't believe that god would be able to help me out in this area it was mm -hmm. very scary but it was truly one of the best decisions of my life wow, i could have ever wow, made wow it was truly one of the best decisions of my life i've ever made and now i don't have to be going through the rest of my 20s figuring out who i'm gonna you know like so it's just it's so my, my, my point is saying this again is to say when God asks you to give up something, it is not so that you can remain empty-handed, but he's actually Ooh. giving you to free up your hands so that he can then yeah. give you something oh, bigger yeah. and better. But he cannot give you a, he cannot give you a gift release if your, your hands grip. are already holding one. You, you release, mm. yes, release that grip so that he may exchange it with something that is even more oh, pleasurable yeah. to you. And not only is it pleasurable to you, mm. but it's pleasurable to him. So not only do I get to now enjoy my engagement, but it's even better yeah. than it, it pleases the Lord. How even more so? Because now I can yeah. do this thing freely, knowing yeah. that I'm walking in the will of yeah. God. And I'm happy with <laughs> God. Yes. Like, and what like, God puts together, let no man separate. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah okay. hallelujah mm. i love everything kayla was saying like and it was just darts upon darts on my heart i'm like Ooh, same. Yes. oh same mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really good and it's like ugh, i just love it and then 
I wanted to go back to what Kayla had said earlier about um, what's it called? How obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It reminded me because what does God literally say we should be? A living sacrifice. Yeah. So it's like when you become a living sacrifice, you think it's all these other things you're trying to do. But if you become that living sacrifice to God, every other thing he's saying literally will fall in place. You'll become obedient to the word of God. You'll mm. start letting go of of what you think is is going to be perfect for you what your will is you'll be able to let it go because your life becomes a living sacrifice unto god so like god wants our lives to be a living sacrifice unto him how are we living towards him is the sacrifice Mm. so it's like the obedience and the sacrifice when we become a living sacrifice we obey him and we're also making a sacrifice which is our lives and i just think that it goes hand in hand and the lord is so good because i think that's just so cool like become a living sacrifice i think it's something that can literally be like you can think on that over and over and you'll probably get you'll get a revelation over and over because i love to say that the word of god is alive and active and his word will come comes alive every time it's read. It's alive. It's breathing. It's God breathed. So every word of God is alive. So it's always revelation after revelation of his word. His word never gets old. So and that's really good. And I'm inspired by Kayla, y'all, because <laughs> mm. I'm telling y'all, God will literally tell you to give up <laughs> things that, and I'll say for me, um, I don't like talking about like dating or anything like that, but I'll say this, mm-hmm. that the Lord literally told me to like, give it up to him as well. And this whole year, when I say that I've just been so like, and I know it's the Lord, right? Where I'll say like, I'm like, Oh Lord, I like this guy. And the Lord is like, Jesse, baby. No. Mm-hmm. And it it came to the point where God, God would, <gasps> wouldn't even tell me no anymore. I would lose interest within a week. I promise y'all. Mm. And and I've never been that person that just lo- loses interest in people. But if some guy, there's only been two guys who've tried to pursue me this year. And it's like, every time I'm like, oh my God, Lord, I think I really like him. Before you know it, I, I'll ask God, reveal to me, is this is this okay with you? And he doesn't even have to say anything like my taste for it will just go away. Mm. And I'm like, no way. I was just last week saying how much I like this person this week. I'm like, (laughs) please don't ever text my phone again. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's like, (laughs) girl, and Jesse, just to encourage you, to encourage you that you're on the right track. Happened to me where the Lord would begin to say, like, after I, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to give this up to you. The Lord begins to tell me, like, that's not your husband. That's not your husband. Or in my situation where I would start, either I would like them and they yeah. weren't really showing interest or it was a, it was a vice versa. Like, it, yes. so it, it's just interesting. Literally. I just want to you're on the right track. But, like, that that's the that's thing y'all get, God. And just, and just, guys, and just, like, know that, like, Jesse's time comes and when Janae's time, like, what they have sacrificed for and been obedient for like the lord is going to bless them because not only will does not only does god give you what you want but he gives you what you need even like the silent prayer not even the but the prayers that i would have said underneath my breath to myself the lord i hear you that and it's like okay 
I'm gonna add that to the bucket. And so and so like that's what you get when you when when you when you go his way. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult. Yeah. But he honors your effort. Yeah, because he says he's a rewarder. Because we will all, yeah, Mm. we will all fall Mm -hmm. short of the glory of God. We all will. The Bible doesn't, the Bible specifies that. You will continuously fall short. But it's about your posture. It's about your heart. It's about, Lord, I desire your will for my life. I desire your way. I mm. desire for me to get out the way. I will take that. And he said, okay, yeah. I can do something with this. I don't need, I don't need you yeah. to be perfect. Mm. I just need you to mm. be submitted. I can do something with a submitted person, but I can't do something with someone who is stiff-necked. I can't do something who works with someone who's a stubborn ox. I can't do something with someone who wants their hand on the plow, but also wants their head towards me. I can't do something with someone who wants to go bury right. their father first before they follow me. I can't do something with someone. Right. I can't do you something with that. You gotta be willing and obedient. I need you mm. to be submitted to me. I will take over the rest. I know you're. I, I like. I know you're not gonna do it perfectly. I know that. I know there's gonna be some days that are gonna be hard. I know there's gonna be some days where you're gonna be frustrated. I know there's gonna be some days where you're gonna where you're gonna be like, what in the world? I know that. I'm God. I know that. But as long as your heart is willing to go from towards me, hmm. I, I I got that. The Lord is not asking you to 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 lay on the altar, to <laughs> gather the kindling, and to light the fire. Yeah. He just asked you to lay on the altar, <laughs> light the fire. He he himself will be the kindling. Like he will he got you. <laughs> just lay down, literally. <laughs> Just lay, and the Lord will do the rest, and then he will bless you beyond measure. He will give you more than you could ever think mm-hmm. or imagine. Like, what do y'all think that means? More than what you could want. More than what you could ask for. Mm-hmm. More than what you could desire. Mm-hmm. Because of your yes. Mm-hmm. Because of your yes. Well, Lord. You know, I love this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, well, I ain't even gonna try to like input nothing <laughs> else. Good, <laughs> I think that's a lot of meat for y'all to you know chew on during this you know Christmas break slash going into the new year. This is a lot. He didn't gave us a call to be obedient. That's it. You try to figure out what's my New Year's resolution. Listen, be obedient. Do what he asked you to do. Be willing and obedient. And that's it. And that's all. So listen, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. If you stayed this far into the podcast, thank you. Cause y'all really do be staying along. Like y'all really do be listening. So I'm like, oh, y'all staying here for an hour and so change. So thank you for all of you guys that chose to hang out with us for the entire time. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Kayla, Jesse. Let the people know how they can find you, where they can find you. Um, Jesse, I know you have a YouTube channel. Let them know how they can, you know, follow you guys on the podcast. I'll have all of that direct links down into the show notes. So, yeah, but go ahead, y'all. Whoever want to go first, Kayla, Jesse. Okay, so, sorry, go ahead. Um. 
Okay, no, so you can great. find Go our ahead, podcast girl. on anywhere you can literally stream a podcast on. Um, our podcast is Take Off Your Sandals, and it's with me and Kayla. And um, we release an episode every single month at the, Kayla, correct me if I'm wrong, the fourth Friday of each month, correct? Yes, Kayla? Okay, so the fourth Friday of yes. each month, we release a new episode. So yes. you could catch us there. And as for my YouTube channel, it's Elite Jesse. And yeah, you spell my name J S S Y. So if you want to catch me there, you can catch there. You can catch me there. So yeah, that's that's my little spoiler for what I have to say. <laughs> yes. Um and I Instagram page that you guys can follow, which is uh Kayla D. Copeland. Um and yeah. I have a YouTube, but I don't post on it. So just follow me on Instagram and uh, stay in the know with just whatever Jesse and I have going on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I thank you guys. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy. I knew the Lord was going to speak. That's why I was like, y'all, just, it's not that I don't got no structure. I just trust the Lord. <laughs> he said to me. So thank you guys for being a willing and obedient <laughs> vessel like i appreciate you guys for pouring into the community i know i'm gonna be hearing some stuff i already know like they gonna be like hey where you find these girls at like the lord led me to you so um so yes i appreciate you guys is there any last things you want to say to the community or like y'all y'all just letting that rest right there thank you for having us and we thank god for him moving in this because it was great I loved it. It yeah. was good for me too. Amen. So yeah, loved it. Praise him. Yeah, same. Um, thank you. Definitely thank you for having us. And you know, even I got some nuggets That's and the truth. Like, oh, Lord, That's some things the I need truth. to go and do, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you both. Guys, the community, I love y'all. I don't know when exactly the Lord will have me coming back onto the podcast space. So maybe in the beginning of January, maybe mid-January, but stay on the lookout from the Go Regardless podcast um, Instagram page. I'll keep updates on there. Um, also on my personal page at um, T-H-E-E underscore J-S Williams. But nine chances out of 10, I'll be posting on the Grow Regardless podcast Instagram page for any updates or any upcoming episodes like that. So just stay on the lookout. Um, but I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And if y'all need me, y'all know Janae, what I'm... Yes. Sorry, I just wanted to do the the thing really quickly. What thing? <laughs> Leading people to Christ, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Before you end it. Before oh, you end it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you were about to end it, so I didn't want to cut you. Sorry, sorry, cut you off. No, right? no, no. You I good. knew you were about to end yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. Um. So, yeah. So, the Bible says that if you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and you say with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that you will be saved. So, I just want to give this opportunity to anyone who would like to rededicate their lives or you would want to give your life to Christ for the first ever time. So, you know, first of all, we, the, you know, the gospel is that Jesus came. He died for our sins. Um, he did, he took on the punishment that we were supposed to take on. 
Um, and he gave us, and now he's given us his Holy Spirit, which is a promise of his death and of his resurrection. So when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, he gives you the Holy Spirit, which uh, who abides on the inside of you and guides you in your life. So if you want to say this prayer with me, um, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I ask that you would come into my heart and be my Lord. And I ask that your Holy Spirit would come and indwell on the inside of me. I repent of all my sins knowingly and unknowingly. And I ask, O oh Lord, that you would teach me your ways and guide me. May you enlighten the eyes of my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'm going to give the mic back to Janae. Amen, amen, amen. I'm so, I'm so glad that you did that because... I, my heart's desire, I've been praying for like people that don't know Christ, that don't have a relationship with Christ to be drawn to this podcast. So for you letting it like for putting that out there for them to have the opportunity to give their life to Christ, I appreciate you again for being obedient to that. So don't even think nothing about cutting me off or anything like that, because that's how that's. How, like the Lord is coming back. Like it's no time for games. Like, so all that social media stuff, that's like whatever. Cause the real thing is if you're not saved, you need to get saved <laughs> because Christ is coming back soon and he wants you to be in his family. He wants you to be restored, to be whole, to be delivered, to be set free. So for any of you guys who have given your life to Christ, Listen, you're in good hands. Make sure you get into a word church. If you need a Bible, if you need anything like that, hit me up. I will send, listen, text me, hit me up, find me on Instagram, whatever. But in the process, listen, make sure that you're in a word church, a church that is speaking the unadulterated true word of God and read the word of God. Don't just be a hearer, but a doer. So I love y'all. Anything else, Jesse, Kayla, that you guys would like to say before we cue the intro, outro? Nope. All right. Awesome. All right. So thank y'all. Nope, I appreciate y'all. And I will see you sometime in January. Bye.